If you would have asked me 10 years ago, did I see myself here? <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, not a chance. 10 years ago, I was a, a youth minister. I was, I was in this gig working for a church, and, and my job was leadership. I was leading kids. I was teaching. I was connecting. Uh, it was an incredible job. Of course, the core of, of church things are the idea of servant leadership and the idea that it's our job to serve our neighbors to the left and to the right. And it doesn't matter who they are, right? Uh, I've seen that mentality adopted by, by football teams. There, there's uh, the North Dakota State University Bison. A lot of you don't know of them, but it's, it's my alma mater and it's where I live. And they've won eight of the last nine national championships with the core belief that their job is to play for the person next to them that other people's success matters in huge, huge droves. And 10 years ago, I was concerned about other people's success. I was enamored with it and loved that job as a youth minister. Fast forward to today, and I, I, I'm not in the ministry anymore formally, uh, but I look at everything I do still as a chance to serve. Uh, I don't care if it's the title ministry or the title of realtor or business owner, entrepreneur, secretary or custodian. I, I think we all are servants, aren't we? I mean, if we're going to do it right, I think we're all servants. And so 10 years ago, when it was time for me to leave the church, I was in this precarious situation. Uh, my wife, Emily, and I loved what I was doing. Uh, she's a first grade teacher, so she obviously has that servant mentality as well. And we, we loved life at church. It was where we met. It, it was just a really special place. Uh, but I was starving for more. I needed more money. Uh, we were battling infertility, trying to get pregnant. Uh, don't get me wrong. The old college try was my favorite way to try and get pregnant, but it didn't work. And we ran out of insurance. And wouldn't you know, we had to change. I needed to get into a professional career that uh, afforded me the chance to make more money. And when doing that, uh, I had a chance to uh, hopefully be a dad. And so I made the switch. And when I made the switch, I lost myself. I spent my time pursuing money and wealth and awards and accolades, and I felt like I had to become this new version of myself because that's what I viewed the business world to be. Man, I was wrong. In fact, I was so wrong, it all came crashing down 15 months later. I got fired, I got kicked out, and if you heard this, I'm, I'm that goody two-shoes, brown-nosing, sit-in-the-front-row, kiss-butt kind of guy that makes some of you crazy. And I realized uh, I was messing up because I was an inauthentic version of myself. I feel like I'm created at the core to serve and to give. And it's simply by the grace of God and a whole lot of luck as well that my wife and I now have two incredible kids. Uh, my daughter Finley is a princess. My son Simon is a dinosaur. Uh, they're such cool kids. And now all of a sudden I'm afforded this life through servant leadership that is so much more than I ever thought possible. Ten years later, I now have increased my net worth by 4,000%. I don't care about money, but I love influence. And money is, is one of those things that allows me to uh, make a big difference in people's lives and in this world. So maybe I do love money. I don't know. Uh, but what I do know for certain is this. It is, it's been through servant leadership. It's been through sacrifice. And it's been by putting other people first that all of a sudden I've found more abundance and wealth and amazing things in my life that I ever thought possible. Me, this, this youth minister from Fargo, North Dakota, now has 25 businesses to his name. <laughs> I had no idea. 
I really, I, I, I didn't think that a life like this was possible. Uh, frankly, it's crazy to think that I'm just getting started. And the fact that in the last 10 years, I've grown things by 4,000%. I mean, what's that multiplying effect going to be in the next 10 years? And everything I'm going to do, everything I'm convinced of doing is to play for the person next to me. And in fact, is why I wrote a book called Play for the Person Next to You is because this is going to be the most contagious and electric movement that I can ever choose to be a part of. And that is the movement of servant leadership. So if that's your jam, (laughs) I think you're going to like this podcast. Uh, If that's not up your alley, hey, no harm, no foul, but I want to invite you. This is episode one. I want to invite you to the next 111 episodes. After that, you don't have to listen anymore. But for the first 111, I'm hoping you digest it and you grow from it and you implement some of it because we're going to tell stories. We're going to laugh. I might cry a little bit. You never know. But at the end of the day, my job is to try to take better care of people. And that's it. It's my call in life. It's my command. It's my privilege that I get to do. And if, if that is something that sings the same note and the same song that goes through your heart, then I think you're in for a great journey. So if you haven't done so yet, make sure you swing over to hatchingleaders.com. You can follow along with all things we're doing, including providing lots of great content for anybody who is out there hungry to grow as a leader. Now, my friends, the Hatching Leaders podcast is on a roll.